Welcome to In the Hot Seat with the Tenney Group. I'm Spencer Tenney. It's good to be with you. Today we have Scott Lefevre from Chunker. He is the Director of Business Development of the Western Division. Scott, welcome to the hot seat. Thank you. Great to be here. Well, before we heat things up a little bit, keep it a little spicy, tell us a little bit about Chunker and your role there at the company. Um, Chunker is... Um started five years ago and it's really space as a service um somebody i've been asked many times did you think of it or i wish i had thought of it but uh, it was a guy with space that needed to monetize that space and uh, and a guy down the street that uh, uh, needed space and so those two came together and uh chunker was born basically so it is a the best way to say it for any audience, even though Airbnb is probably trademarked, it is trademarked, but uh, um, <laughs> is the Airbnb of short-term warehouse storage. So um, we we are the matchmaking site that basically brings needers and, and users or tenants that need a space for a certain small period of time. We really focus on anything under a year. But um, to those that uh, that have it, instead of parking your truck and your boat in your excess space, you might put your kid through college, um, but you don't realize you can do that and until um, maybe you come across our, our platform. So that's what we do across the country is, is match people up with the need of short-term space and those that have short-term space. I love that. I love the analogy as well. So, you know, this is really interesting and I'm really interested to dive in here because I would say over the last 12 months, never before have we had so many acquirers come and update their acquisition profile and say specifically, we got to have warehousing. We, we want warehousing. We got to have this extra capacity. So can you define the problem for us? Like why is the short term um, desire, demand for warehouse space so high right now? What's going on? Well, everybody knows the supply chains, supply chain issues. It's just not tied to that. I mean, Chunker, we, you know, was born well before the supply chain issues were there. But um, people, you know, the landlords want uh, three, five, 10, 20 year leases and and when people are doing that when companies are going into those leases they're not they're trying to guess it's their best guess of how much they're going to use how much they're going to have sometimes they're short sometimes they're in excess and so um the people that are short maybe it's seasonal goods that are coming in that they just need a, a three-month hit for the christmas um, holiday or whatever they're looking for that extra space they're bulging at the seams and other people might have 10 20,000 feet that are sitting there on a hundred thousand foot project that they're going to get to and they built it that way to grow into it but it's sitting empty right now so chunker helps them monetize that space uh, and it really falls directly to the bottom line because somebody they're paying that rent anyway or they're paying for that space anyway and we're coming to them and saying, here, here's a check for your space. Do you want to talk or not? So, um, and we'll put it in front of, you know, thousands of short-term seeking eyes across the country. Um, 
and that supply drives demand and demand drives supply. And so, you know, we're in 47 states. We have millions of square foot feet of, uh, of space on our platform, we call it. We're not brokers. We don't uh, do the real estate deals. Um, brokers get compensated. People that send referrals get compensated. Everybody kind of wins with Chunker. That's what we like to say is everybody wins with Chunker. Um, and that space isn't sitting empty anymore. And they're able to do that on our platform. Um, probably if everybody's ready to go, we can do a, a deal in an hour or two. Um, signatures, payments, banking information, um, documents. Um, it's a license, not a lease. So it's a license to use a space for a set time for a set purpose. And there's really no property rights that come with that. So it's very owner um, protective of the owner and they don't do any exclusives with us. They don't have to, they can continue to market it as they want for long-term or short-term. But if we do the deal for them and we bring those parties together, then, then that's the value of us and we wanna be a partner there. So maybe you could help us as far as like, what's the profile of the actual, you know, warehouse um, space owner who's trying to capitalize and, and to, to, to monetize their their property uh, more effectively. I mean, what's the profile for that person? And, and then also, what's the profile for, you know, maybe the trucking logistics company that needs um, this resource? What, what What is their size and shape? What are you seeing as the, as the kind of the the best fit for what you have to offer? Um, Spencer, it's all over the board. Um, so for instance, the, uh, we have, you know, people that are leasing space already that have extra space. And, and an example is a technology company coming into Salt Lake City. We're based in Salt Lake. So, um, and uh, the beautiful snow is still, hitting today which we need more of but uh, um, the uh, the tenant that's already in there moved some things around organized some things and put this technology 5g company in the space and now they're getting a check for ten thousand dollars a month for for doing that so that space was going unused poorly used and now because they organize their space, the guy's getting 120,000 a year. So he's got extra racks. He's making room, trying to get room in his racks. So that's a, that's a, 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 a firm that's leasing a space already, but they have extra space. Another user would be a guy, an owner, an owner user that's in a building, maybe, let's just say 40,000 feet. And he's got five to 10,000 feet over on the side that he's parking his toys in, like I said. And so, um, and he thinks he's got free parking and free storage, but really, you know, somebody could be writing him a check for $5,000 a month or whatever, and he could monetize that. Um, and, and it might be his neighbor. It might be a building down the street that uh, is bulging at the seams and doesn't know how to find this guy. So he goes to Chunker and he sees and looks in his area. You could do an area search a city search and see what's out there and and they can do a deal um, over the platform in a day and the guy can be moving in the next day so those those are a couple things on the on the um, logistics side and you know we talked about that with the moving and storage I, I know 
that there are you know, hundreds of thousands and millions of feet of storage that go empty every year across the country. Um, when it's downtime, when it's not peak time, um, moving in storage companies, we've worked with several. Um, they have space. These are strictly, not strictly, but principally storage plays. So just put a pallet in there, put a crate in there, um, store it, um, and then and then move on out. They might need a service of, you know, get in, pallet in, pallet out, but they're not 3PLs. They're not doing pick a pack. They're not doing whatever. They're just storing. So I know there's empty space out there, and that's kind of how I hooked up with you guys to, and the moving in storage community is to say, hey, of those millions of feet that are empty at one time or another in the ebb and flow of business throughout the year, whether it's a thousand feet or 5,000 or 10,000 or 50,000, um, there are users looking for that space for you know one month, month to month, three months, six months, a year. And they don't want to sign that long-term deal. They can't. And uh, and these are people that are open to this um, short-term deals. And they're also open to, um, well, they can charge a premium for short-term. So short-term usually means desperate um, as a user. I need something short-term. I need to act now. It's quick. I need it yesterday. I get calls all the time for that. So, um, this again, this platform allows them to control that listing. Control, it's no cost to list on our site. We do have a fee of 5% of gross uh, monthly rents. Um, the system bills them, pulls it from their bank every month, so they really don't have to bill them. Um, again, it's negotiated however both parties want. Uh, we don't get in the middle of that. We help them structure that on the site if they need that help but it's pretty self-explanatory. It walks them through on the site and they can really do a license very quickly. So, the, so I mean, we get calls from large national auto manufacturers to tire manufacturers to people that wanna store Christmas lights in the off season. They put Christmas lights on houses um, in the winter or they snow plow in the winter. Um, so it's the whole gamut, and you can imagine across 47 states and, and millions of feet of property, you know that 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 uh, we have all kinds of people looking for space for the short term. So, so let's look at the future. Um, you know, obviously, in terms of globally, the Airbnb concept is is you know just exploded, and so. What do you see in terms of how people are going to manage and address these needs moving moving forward? Are we going to see th uh, this you know short short term Airbnb type model become more of the norm or uh, or more just complementary in, in terms of kind of this got to have it now um, need versus something more flexible um, that allows them to kind of move? What do you see happening here? We don't see it becoming the norm, but we do see it complementary to what's out there. I mean, obviously, you know, an Amazon or somebody, Amazon owns them, but uh, somebody comes in large and, and uh, you know, or a, a developer builds a building, large building for a client, whatever. I, we see that, you know, being a long-term play, but we don't see short-term going away. We see it growing. And, and again, some of those reasons now, um, that we didn't see then were 
the supply chain issues, and also the market uh, being so tight, the vacancy rate being so low that people um, both on both sides, owners, landlords, and tenants are kind of scared to lock into a rate that may or may not change given the variability of our economy and, and the things that are happening on the plus side and the minus side, the wars and the economy and the inflation. So people don't like to get stuck into something. An owner might not want to get stuck into uh, in a rate for 10 years that he knows is going going up year to year. And so the owner might want to um, scale down the size of that length of the contract. And the same side, you know, a, a user might not want to sign 10 years because they don't know where the market will peak and maybe, you know, drop back. And so, so we see us as a complementary solution and, and the word's getting out. And uh, again, that short-term need is always there. And a lot of brokers hate that. Owners hate that because they get the same calls and they, they might be their customer. They want to be good to their customer, uh, but they, you know, they can chase that small deal for, for the same amount of time and effort it takes to do a big deal. And they really, it's like that mosquito flying around their head. They just swatting at it. So we say, hey, we'll partner with you. We'll take that off your hands. List your property on our site. We'll help you bring that to um, to happen, a deal to happen. And then we'll send you a check. And so if we can be that short-term partner for folks and they're going to our site, our platform to, to uh, do their business, whether it's you know use space or lease space or license space, then then we'd love to do that. Well, it's a wonderful concept, and it's our pleasure just to, you know, spread the word for those that don't know that that resource is is available. So I've got one last question for you, sir. So you mentioned Utah. You you you're looking at the window of some snow there. Are you a skier? I am a skier, and I have eleven resorts within an hour, and uh, we are in the biggest drought in the West in twelve hundred years, and they've told us that. Uh, <laughs> And we did get snow this week, but they said it will not make a dent in the water need. And uh, they've slowed us down on our watering outside a month late, and we get to water once a week. Well, let's let's forget all that. Fast forward into 2023, 11 resorts within an hour away. We got plenty of snow. What's the top ski resort that you would point us to in Utah? I am biased. But I grew up with the. Um, there's two resorts in in Little Cottonwood Canyon, which is in South Salt Lake, that goes up, and it's Snowbird and Alta. So I like those two the best. I like that canyon the best. But uh, and you know, Park City's over the mountain from there, and, and whatever. But I really like uh, Snowbird and, and Alta. So there you go. Snow Snowbird and Alta. You have heard it here first audience there we go you're welcome do to, it for you're us. welcome to stay in my basement if you give me a call <laughs> well, well well we'll see we'll do an airbnb here yeah <laughs> there we go let's keep building on that that's going to do it for us in the hot seat we really appreciate you sir we'll see you next time 